Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Welcome to the good news. So excited about today's Friday show. We've got uh, Terry Fisher coming up with all kinds of fun, free family activities, activities that, you know, I don't know, just around town. And then we've got uh, as well, Miles King. We met Miles uh, with the ARC people, our friends from ARC, Francis Owens. Uh, Miles came in. Uh, he's an ambassador. Uh, he was diagnosed with autism and he has just blossomed. He is just a bright ray of sunshine. And he said while he was in here that he had an amazing family, a musical family, right, Moose? Yeah, I remember that. And you ran into him when you uh, you were the DJ for an ARC event, and he can bust a move. Yeah, he kept on requesting all these like old-school funk tunes, and he just got the party going. Oh, did he? Yeah, he loves he, to dance. Yeah, he like, wanted me to play every Stevie Wonder song I had. I'm like, come on, buddy, let's change it up a little bit. <laughs> and don't you think that when we go to our differently-abled friends' parties, they're so much fun because everyone dances at oh, the yeah, ARC events? one of the most fun parties I've had in a long time. Yeah, daytime, no alcohol, just fun and good attitudes. Yeah, like 200 people there on the dance floor. I'm like, that way I know I'm doing something right. Yeah, no kidding. Well, Miles said he had a talented uh, musical family, so he's bringing in his uncle, his dad, and his grandpa. Yep, it's, it's going to be a very exciting show, and I heard them kind of singing out in the lobby. They so. have a surprise for me, they said. Oh, we'll see what, oh, <laughs> what Maybe it is. they wrote a song for me. I'd love my own song. Don't you want one, Carrie Conley, your own song? Welcome, Carrie Conley. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, I have my own song. You do? Oh. Yes. You know. Carrie! <laughs> Carrie Conley! <laughs> I didn't know you could say. Where will those clouds all disappear, Carrie Connolly? No, I'm gonna wait for the musicians to come in. No, next. you know, yeah. as a speaker, you have to have a walk-on song. Oh, oh I learned what's that yours? from Angel. I Tessie, have the tiger. But, uh, uh, roar! It's Katy Perry's oh, roar. Oh, I love that. Also, like when you your batting song when it's time yes, for your when chance. When you're to coming up to the stage, oh, yeah, I had to have. Was it mine? Like this... you're an overcomer. Yeah, I think you made yes. me choose one once. You forced me to have a come on a song. Yes. Mine's yeah. My Little Buttercup from Three Amigos. Oh. Oh, sweet. Oh. He's so funny. <laughs> All right, Carrie Conley's here to uh, help us achieve our dreams, of course, but she is also a friend of mine joining us for the good news. And we'll talk um, some of, you know, her advice on uh, getting to the top and reaching your goals in a minute. But we want to start uh, with good news first. Uh, this reminds me of like a mini Carrie Conley, so that's why I saved this good news story for you. Don't you think, Moose, this little girl, she's a real go-getter? Yeah, go-getter. She saw a need, fill a need, and uh, went above and beyond. This is you, Carrie, as a kid. Like you're like, you know what? I think that people should not be homeless, and I'm a kid, and I'm gonna do something about it. So That's listen, so great. listen to what this little girl's doing. Haley Fort has a friend. His name is Edward. He's really nice to talk with. He's not the typical person you'd want your nine-year-old daughter hanging out with, but Haley is no typical girl. Edward is homeless. He lost his job at a local supermarket. I don't really want him to be rained on by all the bad weather we get here. It's a good thing for him. Haley is pretty good with power tools. There you go. 
Okay, make sure you're lifting it up. She isn't building some sort of clubhouse or backyard tree fort. That's kid stuff. I'm building a mobile sleeping shelter. An eight by four foot shelter that she's giving to Edward, complete with windows and insulation. And aside from using big power saws, Haley does all of the work herself with guidance from mom. This kid knows her stuff. There you go. If there wasn't like any insulation, they'd be cold. If there was no tar paper, they would get drafts. Come on, Carrie Connolly. Oh, my word. I want to get my hands on that little girl. She's going to be an amazing entrepreneur. Don't you I would think? love to be coaching her, like, right now. But not. she doesn't do just these shelters. She It started from an idea that uh, when wanting to feed hungry people, so she had an idea to fix that issue. And, and just did it. You know, we all have those ideas. But, but what I admire, Carrie, is that I admire the parents who embrace this mm -hmm. entrepreneurial spirit because so many of us are busy, and I always bring up that chocolate bar boy and how he had the idea to write a book when he was six called Chocolate Bar, and chocolate bar means awesome. Like, Carrie Conley, you are so chocolate bar. Moose, you are chocolate bar. Jorge, you're maybe a nut bar. <laughs> but anyway, um, but he, so his, he told his parents, I'm going to write this book called Chocolate Bar, and I'm going to raise like a million dollars for my friend. He has. He's raised a million dollars. And it's not just for his friend, but it's for research, and it's been several years. But if you Google Chocolate Bar, the book, he'll come up. That is amazing. But the parents embraced it, and they had yes. to do work to get this done. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Haley's mom. Who's out there with Haley and the power tools? The mom. So the parents also have to embrace this entrepreneurial or philanthropic you know, um, you know, know, vein that's going through these kids. So as Moose mentioned, there's more to it than her building mobile sleeping shelters for uh, her homeless friend, for instance, there's more. Right. Here's how it all started. A few years ago, Haley saw a homeless man on the street and thought it would be nice to buy him a sandwich. From there, she figured, why give one guy a sandwich when you can feed many more with a garden? He's cauliflower, broccoli. So she planted a garden that she harvests for the local food bank. 100. 28 pounds last year. From that garden grew the shelter idea, as well as various other efforts providing health and hygiene supplies to the homeless. If she had her way, we'd have mobile sleeping shelters taking up our front lawn. That may not be far off. Is it okay if it goes inside? Haley plans to build 11 more of these shelters so that not just her friend Edward, but some of his friends as well will have warm, dry places to sleep. All because one little girl looked at a homeless person and just saw a person. It just doesn't seem right. Because I think everyone should have a place to live. I love her. That girl should run for president. <laughs> she wouldn't. She's better than some of the candidates and we have. Just, you know, it, we all have those ideas, but we never act on it. Isn't because we true? think, you know, what difference is that going to make? Or somebody else right. will do it. Somebody else will do it. I'm just too busy. I'll get around to it. It's just one shelter. What difference does it make? Well, it makes a lot of difference to Edward. Right. Well, it's the starfish story. It is the starfish story. It is. Yep. Makes a lot of difference to that difference. one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Right. I just thought she'd inspire you, Carrie, because she reminds me of a little Carrie Conley, because mm. you're always telling I'm us to that you stretch ourselves. You're saying, don't just go for that little dream. What's your really big dream? Stretch yourself. Like, just because it's difficult doesn't mean it's not meant to be. Oftentimes, because it's difficult, it is meant to be. Like, you are supposed to mm -hmm. stretch yourself to achieve your dreams. Well, there's a reason you have that idea or that desire to do something. It was put there. Right. And all we are asked to do is to follow that that impulse, right? But it's just so hard because most of us are not surrounded by parents. Who, yes. Yes, like Haley's mom. Right. Or friends that are saying, you can do this. I'm going to help you. For most people, it's quite the opposite. What are you thinking? You've got to be crazy. You can't quit that job. You can't go do that. 
And so it is, you know, we have our own mean girls going on in our head, but then we surround ourselves with other people who are, you know, uh, enforcing that, enabling that. It's very, very hard to keep going when you're around that. So you've got to be super careful about who's in your front row. I was in one of your conferences once, and uh, a guy stood up and said that his mom always was telling him, you can't do that or don't leave your job or don't take that risk. And yeah. Carrie said she cares about you, and so she's trying to protect you from mm-hmm. any possible future failure. So she's protecting you from ever succeeding and fulfilling your dreams. Right. There, there's like stifling and then there's encouragement and, um, you know, saying maybe that's not a good idea on the other side. But, you know, every you, to have your light shine, the furthest you got to raise it up. Mm-hmm. And I love the whole idea. I know we're all on the same page of, you know, work hard to glorify your Lord in heaven. So yes. our light shines to glorify him. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and it's not easy. It's not easy. Oh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's ex- isn't it? I mean, let's be honest. It's like we make it all right. sound so fun. But getting up at 3 a.m., you know, yes. and sleeping for five and a half hours sometimes is not fun. Yeah. It's, you know, mostly laughs. He's like, most days probably not fun. But you know what? I do think it's a privilege to be able to talk on the radio and hopefully offer people options to uh, reach their calling or at least have the courage to go for their calling, you know, because overall it it is a blessing to be able to do this show, even if there are days when, um, because I do five hours of radio a day and it sounds like, oh, big deal, five hours. So there's a lot of prep and booking a lot of guests. I don't know how you get it all done. Prepping for a lot of guests. You know, people say the same thing to me about Yes. Well, you do Your everything you're doing. crazy. It is crazy, but you know what? It's not my strength, and that's the thing that people don't get. It's not your strength. It's not my strength, right? To schedule? To run like this. Yes. Because, you know, we're doing it for, for bigger reasons, and so I just really, every day, especially the third week of the month, <laughs> uh, because I have back-to-back-to-back things that week, I get up every morning going, all right, Lord, here we go. Yeah, give me, give me, give some me some. some I, I actually wake up and I'm like, dear sweet Jesus, yes. help me get out of bed, please. God, I lay my help hands me. on my cup of coffee. And be like, dear Lord, please give this please. coffee extra strength. Give me all green lights so I get dear, to the next thing. Dear Lord, help me lift this coffee to my parched right. lips, Lord. Right. I mean, it's that ridiculous in the morning. Yeah. And I pray for the energy to get that, out of bed. That works. <laughs> It does. Here we are. And hours later, it's better. You know, hours later, it's better. All right. I want to share with you uh, one more, I think, kind of, this is the retired Carrie Conley. Okay. This is, (laughs) so we started off with this. This is your life. This is the retired Carrie Conley. All right. First of all, it's a roast. This, but this is a guy. (laughs) This guy is so cool because I think part of the, Part of the secret to longevity, besides a positive attitude and faith, I think is so important, and relationships, is a purpose. You need a purpose. And this 92-year-old volunteer has been volunteering for so many years. He drives 60 miles a day when he volunteers. I think he delivers meals three days a week. And keep in mind, a lot of these people are shut-ins, and he's like, he might be the only person that they see. Yeah, right. And, And so he's getting an award, as he should. Here we go. Jack McQueen has spent nearly his whole life going door to door. He worked for 30 years delivering mail in Niagara County, and for the past 30 years, he's been delivering meals there. Hi, Jack. Hi, how are you doing this morning? (laughs) Pretty good. He's a volunteer for the Home Delivered Meals Program for the Niagara County Office for the Aging. Jack is is, uh, probably our most dependable, most reliable volunteer that we have. Three times a week, Mr. McQueen collects his coolers, gets his list of as many as 15 clients, and takes off for his deliveries. The 92-year-old drives 60 miles each day. I just like doing it. I get more than they do, probably. I get so more true. than they do, probably. 
So true. You always tell us, Carrie, about having a purpose. And there was also another person I met in one of your conferences. And when you're talking to us about going for our dreams and writing it down, having a vision, one woman actually said, I feel like I'm too old. And maybe she was in her 60s. I can't remember. And I stood up and I'm like, oh, no, no. I do stories all the time about people in their 90s. This one lady just finished a marathon. And then there was another lady who became an engineer in her 90s because everybody told her when she was a kid there was no school for women who were engineers. And you know me, Carrie. Yes. I have 50 stories about 90-year-olds. You are the queen of <laughs> stories angie austin <laughs> i did tell her truly you're not too old no you're not and you're not you're not too anything you're, you're not, not too, too young anything. you're not too old you're not too uneducated you're not too whatever right yeah. and but people do that they put those labels oh. and use them like a banner they're an to, excuse it's yes. like they're they open their book of excuses as to why they can't achieve their dreams right oh on page 52 it says i am too old and 72 it says well my pants are too tight right. which they are today but whatever i'm here <laughs> I am still here. Right. You yeah. are here. Yeah. That was like the worst excuse ever to call in sick. I read, uh, I'm too fat for my pants. So I thought that is one <laughs> I am never, I will go out and buy new pants before I will say that. Yeah. Just sidebar. It's so easy to do that. To come up with these excuses right. for why we can't right. succeed. And we surround ourselves with people who enable it. Yeah, we do. So it makes us feel a whole lot better when you've got your girlfriend going, you know what, Angie, you're right. You're right. It's too early to get it up. How is. do you do that? You That's don't need to, to do that. So early. It's dark out, isn't it? When you get up, isn't it cold? Is anyone else up? Is well, anyone else up? Like, Moose, when you and I used to meet here, mm -hmm. they'd be like, is anyone on the road when you come in? Like, is there anyone alive at that hour? Well, the bars are getting out. So that's right. We did see how that's right. They're just going the other way. <laughs> All right. So let's listen to part two. And then uh, I want to talk more about um, achieving your dreams, coming up with that vision. And uh, Carrie's got some pretty cool words of inspiration and something coming up that may help you as well. So here's part two on Jack. He's humble about all he does, but Mr. McQueen was just named Niagara County Senior of the Year, recognized not just for his service to the community, but also for his service to the country. The World War II vet served from 1944 to 1946 as a light machine gunner with the Army's 28th Infantry. He earned the Bronze Star. I served in Europe, France, Belgium, Luxembourg, and Germany. Now he continues to serve at home. I have an individual like Jack who just uh, really takes it to another level and epitomizes what it means to give back to your community. I mean, we're very lucky to have Jack uh, helping us out on a daily basis. Mr. McQueen goes out of his way for the clients, shoveling their sidewalks, feeding their pets, watching their homes. You can see that scarf? Yeah. <clears throat> I knitted it for him. And perhaps most importantly, chatting with the homebound seniors who might not see anyone else during the day. This takes a certain type of man to do what he does. A good man and a good neighbor. Do you ever plan on slowing down? Not right away. Bye-bye. Not right away. He's 92. Right. Not right away. You know, not, I'm too young to slow down. Right. And it's like, what do you think I am, 102? I still got some more time in <laughs> Yeah, what, are you crazy? <laughs> Only 92. But she, yeah. look at the, she, she, see that scarf? I knitted that for him. Yeah. That's how much he means to her because he might be the only person she sees in a day. And he's been doing this so many years, they become very close friends of his that he helps. Yeah, I just, I don't know why, you know, we got in this retirement mentality, you know, when we industrialized in the early 1900s and it became this whole thing. I'm just going to work this hard until I'm 65 and they let me go and then I'm just going to retire. I don't know what that means. Do you know it. what retirement well, because you retire doesn't mean you're dead. Right. I know my people. mom watches Wheel of Fortune a lot. I know that yes. is a part of retirement. And also, I love to knit, Jeopardy. but I'm not, you know, I can't imagine sitting and doing that all day. And I, I just don't know. I think we are, we're designed to fill a need for other people. 
Um, and I think that when people stop doing that is when they just kind of fade. It's very I sad. I want to share this last boy with you because I know your kids used to come into your office, uh, you know, at the at the beginning of the year and say, "What what trip will you win for us this year?" When you were with Arbonne, and you'd win these amazing trips to your family, and your kids started to count on it. And you said winning it wasn't for you; it was for them. And you were teaching them to go after goals and to achieve things. So you won't be able to hear much of what this boy um, is doing because he's crying. His parents are telling him, they're surprising him, and he's crying tears of joy. Now, what parent doesn't want to achieve some kind of goal or take him on a trip? Or I don't know, this reminded me of you every year, your kid's going to Hawaii or this, that, and the other place, the trips you'd win for them uh, to inspire your kids to achieve their goals. So here is a little boy being surprised with Disney. All right, so what do you want to do, laser tag or sky zone? Well, we have a plan. I have another choice. We got one okay. more choice. We got this in the mail today. How about you open it up and see? Open it up. Open it up. Hold the top off, Bubba. How would you like to go there today instead? <laughs> We're going to Disney. <laughs> We're going to Disney. <laughs> We're going to Disney, babe. You happy? Show joy. We're going to Disney. He's crying. Those are our bands. No, no, we're going to keep them in here. Those are our bands. You know how many days we're going? Seven days. You, we're staying inside the park. At, at the Art of Animation. And he's sobbing. We're staying at the Art of Animation. Carrie, you're crying. <laughs> My kids never cried when I told them where we were going, but that is so touching. Isn't that sweet? Yes, very It makes sweet. me want to work hard to take my kids places. Not always just Disney, just mm -hmm. anything. I mean, that's where right. we get up early in the morning when it's dark and I get up. You do it. You always say, Carrie, we're, we're going to talk about, you know, achieving your goals. You've got something coming up you want to talk about. But you say you do it for something bigger than you, for other people. Like, for your, for your kids, you achieve some of these goals. Well, in the beginning, yes, it was it was for us because my husband and I both worked out of our home and we worked really, really hard. So, you know, I told him years ago, I can work really hard as long as I know there's a trip coming at the end of it about yeah. every 90 days, six months or so. Um, so that's why I worked for those trips so that we could have that time. But they learned a lot watching me do that because I did work out of the house. And so they knew exactly how, how many months I had to earn it, how much how many parties I had to do a month to do. I mean, they were very supportive because it was a team effort. Yeah. And so when we got to go, it was a really big deal because... Really big deal. Yeah. So... And they saw you do it. And I think it, it. they'll never forget that, watching their mom year after year achieve these big goals for the family. They, 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 they could all... You could all enjoy it together and celebrate together. And then they would also know why you were gone for a party in the evening or whatever exactly. it may be because you were trying to win this Arbon trip at the time. So now you inspire people on your own with Infinite and you've got a big uh, epic summer event and you're going to be the keynote speaker and you're going to be talking about end it the way you intend it. We've got about two minutes left. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? How are we going to end it the way we intend it? Well, you know, I have a huge event that I do every January that you're involved in. It's called Success Unleashed and that's where we get everybody really fired up about getting their goals down, their vision written. You know, everybody walks out on a major high having their big, hairy, audacious goals down. And now we're at almost July. And it's halfway through 2015, Amazing. and already, and when I'm out and about talking to people, I'm starting to hear all the, oh my gosh, I'm nowhere near what I thought I was going to be, and they're already starting to think, maybe next year. There is no next year. And once you get into that mentality, you guys, of, you know, this year's over, and there's all these things, and now we're in the summer, and the kids are out, and it's too busy, and then we roll into the holidays, you get into that mentality, and I promise you, it becomes a habit. 
you do it every year. And so what I want to encourage people to do is to dust off the goals. You can still achieve them. I don't care if you haven't done anything towards the goal. You can still do it. So at Epic, Epic Summer Summit, July 30th, and you can find the information at the Connect theconnectingexperts.com theconnectingexperts.com if you want to come and join Carrie or work with Carrie and how can they find you in general on your website yep infinitenation.com excellent thank you Carrie thank Conley you. So and thank you Moose oh glad to be here alright we'll be right back with the good news Eight ten KLVZ, where love lives. Hey, it's Angie. Do you have things you want to give away, but you know you feel like, oh, it's too nice, and I just want to give it away, or it's too much of a hassle to bring it down to donate it? Well, guess what? I'm very good friends with the Ark organization. My friend Francis Owens is here, and you'll come pick up our stuff for free. We will. I won't personally, <laughs> although I guess I could. Yeah. I actually do some of that, but we would love anything you'd like to donate. Nice items, even if they're not quite so nice. Things sell. It's amazing. It's like you're always on a hunt. Please call 303 303- Three eight Jane, which is 303-238-5263. We'd love to come pick up anything you'd like to donate. Well, I have to tell you, we donate a lot because my husband refuses to let things hang around the house. And he used to just <laughs> aim for the trash. And now he knows no. we have an ARC box. Yep. And you know we've even brought a trailer load down. And that's before I knew that you would come pick up things for free. And if you want more information about shopping with a purpose, they have great items at ARC. All of the money stays locally to help the disabled community. Go to arcthrift.org. Do you ever feel like you're just searching for a church and you just can't find the right one? Well, I must have looked for about 10 years. I have to tell you, I've never been so excited to go to church. I feel that Pastor John Moreland, my pastor, that's you, John, um, has a real gift for teaching. And there's so much love in that church. And I've never felt more welcome. And I have to tell you, Pastor Moreland, I just, I, I love going to church now. I learn something every week, and, I, and I, I just feel so blessed by you. It makes me cry. Well, I'm humbled to hear you say that. Denver Christian Bible Church is about two things. One, we want to make genuine connections with people, and two, we want to genuinely connect those people to Jesus. Thursday night, we connect. You can go to dinner. You get to know people. And then on Sundays, I just feel like it's a time of getting together and learning, and I feel I'm always hugged. I've never been hugged so many times in my life by people who are really happy to see me there. And so I feel like I'm growing, but I also feel like I have a support system at Denver Christian Bible Church. So if people would like to come, how do they reach you, Pastor Moreland? Please go to our website. You can download our sermons for free and find out where we are, denverbible.org. Music to make your heart smile. 810 KLVZ. Welcome back to the good news. Well, you know, our friends from ARC brought in the coolest dude the other day, Miles King. And so Miles says to me, well, uh, my family, they're very talented. They said they are, you know, and you were quite proud, weren't you, Miles? Well, you are proud. Sure was. And so you told me about, uh, you know, music and that your family plays together. And uh, so I said, well, why don't you bring, bring in your band? Well, I didn't bring a band, but I do have a generation of music family. Love First it. off, this is my dad. He's uh, he's one of my inspiring dads that I've had. He's a music guy. He plays piano. He plays guitar. And he's done music all the time. And this here is my grandpa. We call My dad calls him Bimp, and I call him Gramps, and he's also known as Dr. Tone. Um, he's also inspired me on music and stuff. And this here is my uncle, Stephen Dunn. Oh, He's, so everyone's related. We yes. are okay. family. Uh-huh. Yes. And all my brothers and me. Yes, yes and an uncle. <laughs> I know, that's right. And a, okay, so go ahead, Uncle Stephen Dunn. Anyway, this is my Uncle Stephen Dunn. Uh, he's one of the uh, one of the Dunn 
families. He's worked together with his brother Larry Dunn. Um, he also has a CD out called Tears of Joy. Now, when you came in, Fra uh, Francis Owens is a friend of mine at ARC, and I have a great relationship with uh, you guys. So the ARC ambassadors come in once a month, and you were one of my favorites. And then Moose, producer Moose, uh, was uh, hired to be a DJ at one of the ARC events, and then you got to know Miles a little better. Oh, yeah. Miles showed me his uh, love of music by requesting, like, Lots of music. Stevie Wonder, you, you, you liked uh, Superstition. And he was king of the dance floor. He got out there and got the whole party going. <laughs> you were, yeah. you were weren't I like you? That. I know you were because I've seen videos. Before I met him, I, I Googled some ARC events, and there he was busting a move on the dance floor. So I want to talk to you, Dad, because I think um, Miles has such a love of family, and I think what you've done in terms of you know bringing Miles up to embrace his gifts is a really beautiful thing, and uh, he's so proud of himself and his family. Let's talk about what a gift he is, because you said having a son who enjoys music like you do um, and has overcome any obstacles he's had in life has really been a beautiful thing. Uh, truly is. He's, uh, his mom and I are very grateful and humble about Miles' gifts and talents. Um, you know, for someone who an autistic kid who many of the specialists said he might never hold a pencil and might never, you know, say, I love you. He has just uh, blossomed. Yeah, he We has. got a lot of therapy, a lot of intervention early on in terms of speech therapy and occupational therapy that we arranged through different places, uh, generally through the, the uh, Kennedy Center, uh, through University of Colorado Health Sciences. But, uh, and those therapists were extraordinarily helpful in helping us to understand autism because when we first found out when he was between three and four you could have filled a, a thimble with what we knew about yeah. autism at yeah. the time well but, yeah so it's been an amazing journey and and truly he's always had this unique talent with with reading and with music and people he's good with people and that's just kind of a counter to what typical autistic I know, kids are. They're but isn't that a beautiful message, you know, that God gives us all different gifts. And so for Absolutely. someone to come to you and say that he has autism and might not ever hold a pencil, et cetera, Moose and I at the beginning of the week were talking about uh, another friend of ours who was being told that the baby she had not delivered yet, by the way, this may not be a good choice for you to keep this child because she won't be able to walk, she won't be able to talk. She walks and she runs and she's oh, in a regular right. school and she's excelling. Go doctors aren't gods and exactly. I think so many times we're like well they went to medical school they're telling us that our child will be this or can't do that and can't do this and Miles is such a sh bright shining example of the the beauty of uh, how beautiful like, I, to me like if you said would you like to adopt him I would take him in a heartbeat but isn't it interesting <laughs> that people be like well, we might but, take you up on that <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean like I just love it that not they they aren't god so what they tell us our kids will or won't be able to do they don't necessarily know who knew when he was a baby he'd turn out to be this beautiful young man well that's what's the the blessing and the gift is that you know god just we always wanted wanted a child and uh his mom had a couple of difficult pregnancies a couple of miscarriages before he was born so he was absolutely a you know most welcome yeah gift. kid so uh it, of course, when we first find out that he was autistic, it was a huge shock, right? Yeah. I mean, it kind of set us both back. But after we got over the initial 
you know, difficulty of understanding that diagnosis, it was all about, well, what can we do to help? Yeah, and how can we get him to blossom like he has? And you guys have done a beautiful job because he is a great kid. He's he from the beginning was able to read and spell early on. He. He was probably reading at uh, two or two and a half years old. Wow, my kids sure um, weren't. And that was the unusual thing. So we had no idea that there was this that there was this autism because he seemed to be you know normal or ahead of normal in terms yeah. of his development. But the key thing was uh, turning that skill into an advantage for him and. Yeah. You know, basically, if you could make it visual, he could do it. If it was verbal, your chances were probably less than 50-50. So, you know, even things like the activities of daily living, we'd make a list for him on a car that would say, you know, get up, brush your teeth, take a shower, get dressed, etc., etc. And so he'd have a list that he could go through and check things off. Yeah. And that's how he got... Uh, he got accustomed to the regular morning activities, and the same thing happened in school. We, we really worked hard to try to get him included, you know, into an inclusive classroom. Yeah. Because we could take his abilities to uh, offset or help help uh, get him used to typical classroom where he wouldn't have to be in a, in a uh, uh, special class so that yeah. his abilities could outshine his disability yeah oh yeah and you see so took um, his abilities that really sh- were shining abilities like that ability to read and by embracing that really enabled him to um, uh, be with other kids and was school a good experience for miles do you did you enjoy school oh yes I really did enjoy school I had a I feeling met, you did yeah I've met some friends and I've learned from teachers and it was really wonderful but I can also tell you that after high school and on my high school graduation, my parents and my family were surprised that I went on stage and they was like, I had no idea Miles was going to perform. And yeah. then I went on the piano and played with the high school jazz band. It was truly a big surprise, but it was really wonderful to play among the band. It was it was kind of I'll a bet blessing. It was. it was. Well, and you've got your father here, so Gramps, as he calls you, uh, a Dr. Tone. This is something that you uh, instilled into your son and now also into your grandson. So this is a big part of, of your life, the music. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, it's just wonderful, I mean, to have him just so involved in music. Uh, it's just a universal language, and it's just for everybody, uh, it's just very touching, you know, so it's, it means quite a bit to me. Well, I think it's a, it's beautiful that you guys have this family bond where you all have this love of music, but also a real support for Miles, embracing him and helping him to, as you put it, Dad, blossom. For the record, Bimp is, is Miles, is Tree, is Miles' is mom's oh, 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 dad. Oh, okay, right. Tree, okay, Tree, okay. By the way, so he gets it from so both sides. By the sides. way, Tree wrote to me, that's how we got you guys on here, because yeah. Miles mentioned his family, said how great it'd be to have you on, and then your wife, Tree, so Gramps, your daughter, wrote uh, to, to us and said how, how much Miles enjoyed it, and, and, you know, and thank you, and I said, well, we, I heard about you guys, so why don't you come on? So this has been really neat, the way the family has loved Miles into success. Yes, it's been wonderful. It's been wonderful, I'll tell you. Uh, that's why I kind of had my daughter try to be administrator of the uh, family to try and, you know, try and get everybody involved and try and push it a little bit and so we can let people know, uh, what's your tone? What's your tone? Because <laughs> yeah. everybody's got one. You know, that's what we're trying to do. Like your gift? What's your tone? Yes, like it is. You know, that's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. What's your tone? Like everybody has a natural voice or everybody has a natural uh, 
fingerprint, your tone is your yeah. voice. Something that God gave you. you know? yeah. It's not like the stars in the sky or anything like that. It's what God gave you. God gave you this tone. And a very good musician, a friend of mine, he passed away not too long ago. He used to teach music. And he told me there's only seven notes in music, natural notes. And one of those notes belong to you. Ah. And this is what we do. We try to let people and try to people find people. What's your voice yeah. tone? And what you know? What what's your calling? What do you want to do? What what, right. what what gives you passion? What gives you joy? You know, I'm I can't sing. Let's be honest, but I can talk. The and hell? so when I left TV, because um, Miles said he used to watch me on TV, um, I. Uh, I thought, well, I could do radio. And then as I was doing, a lot of my stations are Christian. And so, and I do another show that's on this station called Daybreak USA. Uh -huh. And so I get to speak to people about my faith. And Ooh. that was a big thing for me because when I did just news, it was just sad. And so I wanted to give people hope so there'd be an answer. And so when I sat down and thought about it, you know, I had a difficult upbringing, but my name was Angela. And I never thought about the meaning. And it means messenger of God. So one day I'm sitting here with Jorge. Remember that, Jorge, when I went... My name is what I, I do. But somehow, through my mixed-up childhood, that I became the messenger of God, and Beautiful. that was my name for my kid. Isn't that crazy? That is. Beautiful. That's cool. And my grandmother's name was Angel, so that's why I got uh, Angela. Angela. Well, I cool. think Angel is a beautiful name. I do, too, Miles. I do, too. All right, let's, let's get Uncle in here, shall we? So this you're, you're a beautiful part of this family. What has this been like being able to, you know, be part of instilling this love of music into Miles and have this, you know, family support? So is this, how are you related? Who's your dad? Who's your brother? Who's your? Well, I'm actually Miles' godfather. Ah, God, so you call him uncle. I get it. Yeah. Okay, so you've been a part of his life for his whole life. <laughs> yep. So talk about how you've seen him grow and um, how it's been nice to be part of this whole family, you know, musical unit here. Well, he's a, truly a blessing, you know. It's to be, see him, like I said, like Larry was talking about, you know, they said he wouldn't be able to hold a pencil. He would never tie his shoes. He would probably uh, never go to school, a regular school. And uh, you got to give it to his parents, you know, Tree and Larry. Tree was like, no, he's going to school. He's going to regular school, you know, and they had pairs, you know, for him and stuff. But to watch him grow 25 years later and play the piano and entertain people is just, it's a gas. <laughs> I bet it is. And the joy you can tell right away that he has for the music. So talk about, do you, how, how do you guys perform together? Do you perform together? Do you perform separately? How does this whole musical ensemble family work? The answer is yes to all. Okay. Right. You know, uh, Bip and I played in a band for many years called uh, the Monterey's, where I played bass and he played guitar and we both okay. sang. All right. Stephen and I have played in bands uh, a long time ago called the uh, Very Important Players, the VIPs, and I play guitar and he plays drums and we've written music together um, and then of course Miles a lot of times he'll play and, and I'll sing so and then uh, Miles and Bimp and I have played together you know as part of Dr. Tone and the Notes so we've all played and sung together uh, in various bands and different ensembles everything from two you know duet all the way up to a big band eight and nine pieces so love it so who, who's gonna play for us you guys gonna play something for us okay. what are we gonna do we're going to do a little tribute to Angie. Oh, no. Do you know about uh, the smiles? Uh, yeah. I, I didn't realize about this and, until Dad told me about it, and I <laughs> thought it would be beautiful uh, to share this with you. 
Oh, excellent. I love tri- I've never had a tribute. I was going to say, I love tributes. I've never had a tribute. My own tribute. You deserve it. <laughs> All right. Angie. Angie, we love your style. You cared enough to talk with Miles and G. Angie, we just want you to know We're so glad to be on your show There's one more thing that we must say Your smile is like a sunny day your smile is like, like a, a sunny, sunny day. day. One more time. Your smile is like, like a, a sunny, sunny day. day. Oh, I'm having you guys back. I've never had my own tribute before. That is good. Uh, Jorge, stuff. can we make that the new intro? <laughs> yeah, that should be our new intro song. I, think my I hope it'd like be that. a nice one. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, Miles, let's talk about you. How has this been being on the radio? You got a job now. Everything's going well in life. What do, what do you have to say for yourself? Well, I just want to say it's been a real true blessing, and I'm truly grateful for my family, for, the, for those who love me, and I have a great job with some of the great coworkers. And um, 25 years is a real blessing, and even though some people thought I couldn't make it that long, I proved them wrong. I've done many great things. You have. And... And through God, I'm, I'm still blessed to have a lot of things that I've never had before. But I'm truly grateful. And not only that, I'm also truly grateful to you, Ange, because... Oh, thanks, Miles. Yes, the first time when I came, came doing a radio interview, it was like a blessing. But now doing it a second time... That's a double just, blessing. <laughs> yeah, it is a real double blessing. <laughs> Well, I have to say, first of all, I, I, I love it that ARC brought you in because I think that you, Miles, and many of the ambassadors kind of show people that, you know, uh, being differently abled, I think you're a real inspiration to people with autism who might think, well, I was told I couldn't do this, this, and this. I think that you're a great person for people to talk to, to see that, you know, there's a whole world of opportunities out there. And that just because you're differently abled doesn't mean you can't shine just as brightly, if not brighter than anyone else in the world. That's a great way of putting Amen. it. You know, and I, right. I'll just uh, put in a little plug. I don't know if you know, but the American Society, American Autism Society of America, has an annual convention every year that goes from city to city. And this year it happens to be in Denver, July really? 8th through the 11th. Okay. But the, the blessing is that this year, Miles is selected to be on a panel that is entitled, in their own words, of all different people uh, with autism. And Look at him smiling about it. Yeah. Look at him smiling so about it. He's going to be on a panel wow. that addresses nationwide or worldwide autism experts, wow. physicians, caregivers, psychiatrists, etc. What a privilege. It is. It what a is beautiful a privilege. privilege. And they asked you to do that, Miles? They came to you? Yes, it came to me, and one of my friends, Zinia Grant, has told me that um, this could be my chance to talk about life and autism. And speaking of, you know, Zinia Grant is a very good friend of mine. I used to go to uh, go to her meetings on autism and all those things, 
it's really wonderful to get to know about autism and such. Well, to be picked out of, you know, such a big group of people is such an honor, you know. But like I was just saying, I think it's good for people to hear from you and to get rid of preconceived notions of what they believe autism is or isn't or how it might limit someone or maybe not limit someone, as in your case. So I just think that's really neat for people to see the different faces of autism, that it's not one diagnosis, it's not the one thing the doctor tells you would be. What would you say as a parent, we have a minute left, Larry, what would you say as a parent, you know, whether your child has autism or whatever it may be, um, how to help them really thrive? Because I think that really, you've really um, backed up and supported all of his positives. I'd say the two most important things are faith and knowledge. Faith because... And family. Yes. Faith and family and knowledge all work together. You know, without faith, there's nothing that we can't, we can do, nothing that we can't do with faith. Yes. Philippians 4.13, all things are possible, possible through, through Christ, Christ who strengthens, strengthens miles. Absolutely. I mean me. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love it. Hey, how, do, do you have a website or any way we can reach you? Um... Well, I just have my email. I can give you my email You know what? AngieAustinRadio.com if you want to reach out to Larry King or, you know, find out more about autism or their, you know, their musicians. AngieAustinRadio.com. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, Angie. Great to do it again. Have a great day. Oh, I love the tribute. Eight ten KLVZ, where love lives. This is a good place. I really like it. This is Eric. He's an ambassador with ARC Thrift Stores. Yeah, I started at the Brick Break and sorting the different Brick Break stuff also. Then I went to the showcase and then I got hired to be a cashier. He knows that with hard work and dedication that he will advance in the workplace because he also knows. They trust you to do a good job. And he loves where he works. I'm the opening cashier, so I'm there from 8 a.m. to 4.30 and I have to make sure the registers are ready to go. The right tags are on the computer so we could get the right discounts there and make sure there's enough bags. Support ambassadors like Eric and the differently abled people in your community by shopping at ARC Thrift Stores. It's a very good place. It's Everybody's real positive and it feels good to be around that. ARC needs your donations of gently used clothing and household items. To find the most convenient donation station, donation box, or ARC Thrift Store location, go to arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Yeah, overall I'm very happy and thankful, like I said, about ARC. Stop. Take a moment to think and ask yourself, is my business going where I want it to go? Am I being a good captain at the helm of my ship? If you said no or are struggling to come up with a decent answer, you need some guidance. Carrie Conley of Infinite Nation can assist you in setting goals, achieving them, and getting you and your business to the next level. You might need to restructure how you go about handling your business, clients, vendors, employees, and even your personal life. Carrie Conley is the co-creator of Infinite Nation and can coach you to have the business and life that you've always imagined. Carrie offers a free 30-minute consultation to figure out how you can work together and set goals that stick to set you up for success. Go to InfiniteNation.com to design your vision and get started on the road to victory today. Grow your true passion and gain the tools and supportive community you'll need to progress while remaining completely anchored in your goals. Get Carrie to give you a nudge or a push in the right direction. InfiniteNation.com. I-N-F-I-N, the number 8, Nation.com. 810KLVZ. Brighton, Denver, and the entire Front Range. A Crawford Broadcasting Station. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the good news. You know, one of my favorite people in the whole city. She works so hard. She raises a wonderful family, and she cares so much. To be honest with you, Terry Fisher with Five Star Talent and Entertainment, I don't know where you find the time to care so much because you do so many charity events, and I know how busy you are with business, and I know how busy you are with your family. So I have a lot of respect for you, my friend. Well, you're awesome, Angie, and it's called no sleep. No, I really do sleep. So <laughs> it's called I'm really organized, and I'm very blessed to have great people around me to make me look good. You know, you do have some good people around you, and you've been enjoying uh, some fabulous time away. Weren't you away last week? Uh, Twelve days, <gasps> so on the beach. Um, I have a little place in Panama City Beach, and it was absolutely beautiful. Oh boy, I've got to I become know. even better friends with you to get myself an invitation down there. Jorge's nodding. He says I'm a big fan of Terry as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we want to go to the beach. It took my husband five years to get me down here, but he finally did. And and needless to say, we've been coming every year since. So. Oh, wonderful. Well, what's going on in Denver this weekend? Well, you know what's going on in Denver besides me being home um, is the Juneteenth Music Festival is going on today and tomorrow. It is free. Over at Five Points, they have all kinds of um, um, you know, music and things from all around the world. So kind of one of those fun festivals to check out. Or if you're into the Greek festival, that's also going on today, oh, tomorrow, and Sunday. Love it. There is a $5 fee to the Assumption Greek Orthodox Cathedral. Um, let's see, it's till 11 p.m. tonight, and uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday goes um, Sunday and ends at 6. So 11 to 6 it. on Sunday, 11 to 11. So kind of a long, fun days, and if you enjoy the all the entertainment, the music, the food, the Greek world, that's a great one to check out. All right. What else? And if those of you who like the folk shows, the Folk Day Soleil at the Country Center opened a few days ago, and it's going on until July 26th if you want to get your tickets and get over there and, and see the Cirque Curios, I think is how you say it. Um, that is happening for all you people that enjoy that. Okay. Um, under the tent. You can also um, go to a Rockies game um, this weekend. You've got the Milwaukee Brewers in town. That's always a great one. And the Love Renaissance it. Festival also is happening until August 3rd, and that happens on the weekend. So for those of you that want to get down to Luxembourg, there's another exciting um, festival. So as you can see, they're all very different. And, you know, I have to say, I did the um, Renaissance Festival, and I don't know how those some of those kids, they wear those hot outfits. They are, oh, I would say... Uh, take the family, but go earlier in the day rather than mid-afternoon because if it's mm-hmm. a hot day, or go in you know, June now uh, you know, be- before it gets too, too hot because we went on a hot day, and oh, my goodness, because you were traipsing all over the place, but the kids loved it. They do, and I say go early because traffic can get a little bit gnarly at times. Yeah. It's, it's a great festival. Um, mark your calendars for, well, also tonight, I should mention, if you go over to Belmar, we've got Katie Laurel going and performing until 8 o'clock this evening. She's adorable. Um, at Belmar, they do the little concerts on Friday night music on the plaza. And next Thursday, Angie, over at Flatiron, of course, we've got um, Wash Park that will be preferred to me. What am I saying? That 80s band will be performing next Thursday. Fun. You might want to come out and check out that 80s band. They're really, really fun. And for those of you who enjoy the Cherry Cake Arts Festival, they also do a gala that's on July 2nd. And it's a great time to get your tickets. It is a sold-out event every year. And um, the Cherry Creek Festival, of course, is just around the corner along with all your Fourth of July events. And one important thing, for those of you who love going up to Wings Over the Rockies, you might want to get out there and go to the Wings Over the Rockies um, uh, hair dance happening tomorrow evening. 
And we've got the Cruising Cats performing tomorrow night that are really fun, and they've got all kinds of activities, games, and events going on. Well, I love it that a lot of these um, activities that uh, you tell us about are free and that, you know, you're contacted by a big organization because they want to offer, you know, good talent and uh, entertainment for people uh, to get them to their malls or to their events. So I love it that a lot of these are free. Uh, Terry, if people want to perform for you or hire you for one of their events, how do we reach you? Or they want to book you, Andy, out of the speaker and MC, they can call me at 303-635-1210. 5starx.com is the website, which is the number five, or 5star talent entertainment all over Facebook. Excellent. Thank you so much, Terry. Happy weekend, everybody. Bye, Happy- Angie. Love you. Love you too, honey. Hey, you can always find me at AngieAustinRadio.com. We would love to help you promote your business and uh, be a supporter of the good news if you enjoy us. We'd love to have you uh, contact me and then work with us. We'd love it. AngieAustinRadio.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.